the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So the obvious question, I, this, I, I'm sure everybody listening would ask you this question. And I, I think I know your answer, but I'm not certain. That's why I'm having you on, among many other reasons, because you've so earned uh, the uh, the right to be consulted. Uh, is there anything we could have done to stop uh, San Bernardino? Absolutely. I mean, something- Really? I didn't expect that. Wow. <laughs> No, no, I really uh, didn't. Uh, listen, the thing that was, the thing that could have been done and and almost was done, and the, the glaring omission from last night's speech that should have been placed right at the very beginning was, if you see someone or see something, say something or say something. See, speak to That's the an FBI important point. The not, president did not say that. They, That's not right. That at all. Because why? because he is still adhering to the narrative that there's, quote, Islamophobia. He didn't say that, but he said it basically in an entire paragraph. Well, the attorney general did. Yes, the attorney general is fronting for these groups. I mean, here's the irony. While they say that uh, ISIS is a recruiting tool, if you demonize the Muslim community, which is not done, by the way. I mean, there are two candidates who made some nasty comments, but it was pushed back from all the other Republican candidates. And the and if you look at hate crime stats, uh, Jews are subject to basically 70% of all hate crime stats yearly, and Muslims are about 16%. So it doesn't doesn't the, the, the stats don't back up his position well anyway that makes but sense having, radical that, muslims are killing christians and jews are the targets of hate crimes doesn't that make sense well in his world obama's <laughs> world which is i'm trying to figure out planet he's on whether it's neptune or or you know pluto but having said that when he said that that these are recruiting tools for ISIS. What he didn't say is that he has legitimized and invited into the White House, DHS, State Department, DOJ, Justice Department, the very groups that put out the message that there's a war against Islam and don't talk to the FBI because the FBI is engaged in a campaign of plotting and entrapping Muslims. That's the message that ISIS puts out, essentially. It's the variance of the war against Islam campaign. So why is he inviting groups like CARE? Muslim Public Affairs Committee, um, uh, the um, Muslim advocates, all these groups say, don't talk to the FBI. If they come to you, you get a lawyer first. And by the way, these groups also say that the, these, uh, the FBI and law enforcement are spying on you and, and they're, they're, they're entrapping you and they're creating terrorists rather than, um, you know, uh, the actual uh, terrorist groups themselves. So, you know, there's the irony here. And the other, the other thing he missed was, to, look, the whole Texas, Irvine, Texas, Irving, Texas incident with the clock, if you remember, when the boy, he invited the boy to the White House when, in fact, the teacher who, you know, reported it, to me, and then the police department, I don't know if you, the listeners know this, when we put a FOIA request in for the police report. That's Freedom of happened, Information Act, folks, right, FOIA, yeah. They responded by saying we cannot release all of the, uh, the threats which they said amounted in thousands of death threats to the police uh, the department in Irving, Texas. 
thousands of threats. That was in the that was in the FOIA response. And did the, where was the Department of Justice investigating that? Where did that where did those threats come from? You can imagine where they came from. So so here is a case where the president, you know, he finally did say that there is a problem within the Muslim community. All right, great. All right, but then he sort of neutralized the entire thing by giving an entire paragraph about how Muslims... I think it's important that people be told what happened with the clock because the president himself invited the boy to the White House. Yes, and he basically made... By inviting the boy to the White House, he essentially neutralized or or essentially uh, uh, eviscerated the entire... All of those efforts by the teachers in the school. Well, if you see something, say something was completely undermined. Totally. By the way, that is a variance of if you see someone, say some, see something. In other words, that was changed from the Bush administration, if you see someone. Oh, I didn't know that. That's right. Huh. Interesting. Okay, that was changed uh, as, as among various things. When Bush also said Islamic terrorism, uh, and he used Islamofascism as well in various incarnations of their phrase, this administration... This time, this is the first time Obama's ever used the term uh, Islam and terrorism in the same paragraph. I mean, it still hasn't conjoined in the same sentence yet. But having said that, uh, he's acknowledged it seven years into his into his administration. Going back to the clock, uh, many of your listeners know what happened. A boy came in with a digital clock. It looked like a bomb. In fact, I, you can look up on Google and look at the Anyone clock. who sees a picture of it. This is not folks like a kid who has a paper gun and is expelled from school because he made a gun out of paper. This no, looks like a bomb. It absolutely does. And and the, the first teacher who saw it said, don't display it because, you know, it looks like a bomb. The a second teacher who said it, don't display it because it looks like a bomb. He was, And he continued to display it. So finally he was brought to the principal's office and the police were called. They were really scared. And instead, you know, the police, you know, handcuffed him. Maybe they shouldn't have done that, but nevertheless, that went out in social media. And as soon as that happened, all the Islamic, quote, civil rights groups, which, of course, they call themselves civil rights groups like CARE uh, or MPAC, which are really fronts for the Muslim Brotherhood or, or Hamas. CARE is a, that's the Council on America's Islamic Relations. Go out with press releases. This is Islamophobia. These are leads to hate crimes. And then the president tweets... Hey, kid, cool clock, why don't you come to the White House for lunch? So what, how do they... Tell, tell uh, my listeners about the kid's father. Oh, the, the kid's father is an Islamist who, who supports care. I mean... Uh, well, no, but, but he's, he's an activist. To, totally. I mean, you know, I didn't even say that because it, 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 it's so... It's almost... It goes with the story here that... that because, again, the, the, the whole... This administration has been inviting groups like Fronts for Hamas, and when I say Fronts for Hamas, CARE, the Council on America Islamic Relations, was designated by the FBI, described as a front for Hamas. In fact, they won't even talk, the FBI won't talk to them, because in a letter to Congress seven years ago, they said this is a group that has connections to Hamas, and in the HLF trial on money, Hamas money laundering, it was described as a front for Hamas. And the new documents we obtained under Freedom of Information, we haven't released them yet. It shows exactly how this group was the pivotal center of, of uh, fundraising 
for Hamas, the creation of Hamas in the U.S. Now, having said that, CARE has been invited to the White House numerous times, hundreds of times. If you look at the White House records on visitor records, they have been invited to meetings with the Department of Homeland Security, served as emissaries of the State Department under Hillary Clinton, appointed to positions of advisory under, under Eric Holder. I mean, it, it's, it's, more, it's outrageous. And the same goes for the Muslim Public, Muslim Public Affairs Council, which is, not a, which is an Islamist group, which we are putting out an article today showing scores of speeches and comments where they say, don't talk to the FBI, there's a war against them, they're, they're entrapping you. So uh, you made a very important point in saying the president should have reminded Americans if you see something, say, or if you see someone, <laughs> as you pointed out, that was the original Remember, there was a woman who was interviewed and said, I saw people... I know, this is... Forgive me. This is the ultimate. Go ahead. Continue. There was a woman interviewed who said, I saw people coming and going in the middle of the night multiple times, uh, very suspiciously, and and she was tempted to go talk to the police, but she said she didn't want to be accused, quote, of racial profiling. Yep. And and that's exactly what has happened. That's right. I remember right after 9-11, it happened to people who, you know, who did contact the local police, and they got vilified for, for doing so. Yeah. Um, and, and if you remember the Minneapolis Six, the six moms who were, you know, were, who, sat, who boarded a plane and sat in, in, in suspicious, quote, suspicious positions and were overheard by passengers saying some things that they thought was suspect, and they were reported removed from the plane well you know they then sued the airline it was made into a big case that whole entire case and and by the way many of those imams were in fact activists or supporters of care and everything i'm not saying they were terrorists at all but the way they behaved sure did seem like they were inviting some type of accusation having said that uh, i'm not saying that they were guilty of anything but nevertheless Right, but if you say something and it's wrong, then you're a racist. And if you don't say anything, they may end up with 14 dead people. They were all, it demonized the the people who said something so much that it it has inhibited anyone from going to, I've spoken to FBI people, I've spoken to law enforcement, and they've told me about this. And they've told me about two things. One is that the leaders of the mosques and the leaders of these organizations have so threatened their own constituents about not going to the FBI uh, and speaking to them that they that they basically are afraid to speak to them. When they speak, try to recruit a source in a mosque, they have to bend over backwards and do things worse, more covertly than trying to recruit a source in the mafia, uh, as one FBI source told me, because the leadership basically said, if you, if any of you ever become a source and talk to the FBI, you will be ostracized, excommunicated as an agent of the Mossad or something. Number two, which is outrageous, they should all be talking to the FBI without any hindrance or accusation or demonstration. Well, that's a very interesting point, very important point. Orlando, Florida, Grant uh, has a very interesting uh, question. Forgive me, folks, sometimes I summarize your questions because of time, but at least you got your idea through. He wants to know, and so do I. I didn't I, at the very moment. I didn't understand the before anything came out. Essentially, Care had called a press conference. 
That yes. is so unlike them because they're always trying to say, oh, this is the, the, in the beginning, the president was saying this may well be a, a, a workplace violence incident. Why did they do that? Well, two things. First of all, two questions. Why, why did it take so long for us to call it an act of terrorism when the French called the Paris attacks an act of terrorism within two hours of the attack? Okay. Yesterday, the British called, or uh, yesterday, it was yesterday morning, when the uh, attacker in Leighton, uh, uh, Britain, used a knife, they called it an act of terrorism within one hour. Okay. There was no problem calling it an act of terrorism, yet it still took us... Um, what, 48 hours to say it may be an act of terrorism or workplace violence, okay? And even when James Comey, the FBI director, was going to give a press conference, it was then recalibrated and uh, reset to say, well, no, he's going to have a press conference with the uh, Department of Justice Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, because they needed to babysit him so he wouldn't say anything that went against the president's narrative. But he did say, we're investigating this as an act of terrorism, he said, and radicalization. But the word Islam was not used, and the word radicalization was used as sort of... All right, so why did they call the press conference ah, so quickly? Well, that's a great question. Why, how did CARE... Why did CARE get involved so quickly? Yes, yes. How, because the, why, was the, why did the brother-in-law contact CARE before contacting the FBI? All right, that's, that's another question. good question. But why did CARE do the press conference? Uh, they wanted to preempt it. If you saw the press so conference. So they knew, they knew, they, ahead of time. CARE was prepared to say it was an act of terror. Bef- no, they before- didn't say that. They wanted to preempt it, but they know, they absolutely not. At that presser, they would not say it was an act of terror. I mean, first of all, they said two things. That, you know, one, don't blame Muslims, you know. All right, that, all right oh, okay, fine. I understand that. Yeah, go on. They wanted to preempt any accusation. Two, they wanted to distance themselves, saying, we're innocent, don't blame all Muslims, don't generalize, which, of course, it's never done. Nobody blames all Muslims for terrorist attacks. It's a bogeyman. And, and number two, they wanted to say, don't jump to conclusions. Basically, it, it, it puts a hesitation on everybody. Even us, I must tell you, you know, we're all hesitant to jump the gun here. And, you know, the fact is, I must tell you, as of Wednesday night, I knew it was an act of Islamic terrorism, okay? It was in my gut, but we didn't say it. We waited and waited and waited. Right, and even right. so, it, you know, it was, wasn't until, what, Friday afternoon that they finally said, we were investigating it as an act of terrorism, right. not even Islamic terrorism. But it, the French... Uh, the Brits, uh, they all—they determined an act of terrorism within an hour. Why doesn't? Why don't we determine that? Because our political correctness. And look, the other thing is, the French just you know closed down four mosques uh, the other day. They found you know vehement, violent uh, you know either guns or incendiary material. This is now close to a dozen mosques they've shut down. The BND, which is the German intelligence uh, you know agency, said that the Wahhabists in Saudi Arabia are funding thousands of mosques around the world. So does that mean that our mosques are immune from this type of poison, this cancer? All right. Let me leave it at that because uh, that's exactly right. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.